everybody. Welcome to Kame House Party. I'm Vince. I'm Aaron. And this is the podcast where we get together and we watch every episode and iteration of Dragon Ball. Then we come on the pod to talk about it. There's improv. There's some bits. There's skits. There's some reoccurring segments. We talk about fan stuff. We talk about everything. Okay? But before we get into that, maybe this is your first time. You're like, I can't wait to get to the Dragon Ball stuff. And, and, and yes, 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 we'll get there. But we gotta we gotta pump the brakes because we gotta do something we like to call Kame housekeeping. Get everything ready for the party that's about to happen in your ears. And the first piece of Kame housekeeping is the one minute roundup. Mm, I love this water in a trough. <laughs> As do I, biscuit. You know, Marigold, uh, I've been meaning to ask you. What is it? Uh, you, does your owner, master, uh... I'd like to consider him a friend. Okay, I mean, uh, he kiss you on the lips. Well, I, I can't say that he ever has. I mean, really? He, but you seem so close. Well, he does run his fingers through my mane, and mm-hmm. at times he rides me bareback. No saddle. We've grown huh. really close that way, yes. That's... <sighs> but, he ne- but he never kiss you on those lips? You mean these? <laughs> yes, our beautiful <laughs> horse lips. And see. So that was a little Western scene that we like to do to warm up the improv muscles and get us ready for the episode. (laughs) Uh, Sometimes they're long, sometimes they're short, but whenever one of us breaks, in this this scene, both of us broke. (laughs) I think you could mark it as what we both had to say. It's a tie, for sure. Let it be be known. Photo finish, we're not going to have a uh, Kentucky Derby situation. (laughs) <laughs> where one of us gets called for interference, but it was it was definitely on horse lips. You can take it back and, and listen to when we say horse lips and crack up. <laughs> but the one minute roundup proper is where one of us, this time Aaron, has one minute to summarize everything that has happened in Dragon Ball up until this point. That is 130 glorious episodes of Dragon Ball that Aaron has to summarize in 60 seconds. Now... I have to let you know that Aaron and I are not the only folks to ever do a one-minute roundup on this show. If you are listening to this, listening to the pod, and you've listened to it for a while, and you want to, you want to throw your hat in the ring, like our friend Arturo did, be my guest. Record yourself doing a one-minute roundup of however far you are in the podcast, or maybe even all of the Dragon Ball stuff that you know. Tell us about it in one minute. Send it to KameHousePartyPod at gmail.com. Leave it as an MP3 file, and uh, we'll play it on air instead of watching Aaron and I fumble through it every time. But yeah. um, Aaron, you can't you can't get out of this one. Oh, I know. I, ch- <laughs> I kept hitting refresh over and over again, <laughs> hoping that somehow another one came in. But it is my turn, and I shall do it. Whenever you're ready. <clears throat> Let me get my horse lips ready. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> trough water. Oh yeah, let me get let me get some of my trough water. Hold on. Okay. Uh, mm. Everyone, everyone loves this. Everybody okay. loves that. So I'm gonna do it in three, 
two, one. Dragon Ball is about seven magic crystal balls. If you collect them all, you get any wish you want, and everybody wants them. Uh, not necessarily Goku, who's the star of the show. Uh, he's a little boy. He's part monkey. He's part alien, and he does karate, and he beat up a little goblin guy to keep him from taking over the world once. And then after that, he trained with an old man in Krillin, uh, who's a young boy, uh, for a tournament that he got, that Goku got second place in. And then after that, he went off to find one of those boss because it was special to him. And then in doing so, he beat up an entire militia, the Red Ribbon Army. And then after that, he fought a bunch of monsters, and but also fought his grandpa in like for love, um, in love. <laughs> there was love involved. Uh, and then finally, he got the last ball he wanted, but then he trained for like three more years for the second Tenkaichi, Tenkaichi tournament, which he fought a Triclops, but then he ki- he barely lost that one. But then he fought uh, the Demon King Piccolo because uh, he killed his best friend Krillin, and that dude's dead. But now Goku has to train with Mast with Popo so he can beat K- K- Piccolo's son. Oh. Woo! Just under the wire. Woo! <laughs> I couldn't quite remember Piccolo Junior, but I did remember that it the relationship to, <laughs> to King Pic- Piccolo. King Piccolo. Um, so. Yeah. Again, if you listen to that and you're like, wait, I didn't get every... Well, let me tell you why we do that to start. We do the one-minute roundup so you don't have to go back and listen to every episode and watch every episode of Dragon Ball. But we do encourage it, especially if you listen to Aaron's one-minute roundup and didn't quite get all the specifics. We encourage you to go back and check out our old stuff. We've got some really cool special guests on some episodes from what feels like a way back machine. If you go into the time room, you could probably find them. Episode 100 is a really great one. You got a lot of special guests on there and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, and again, if you feel like you can do a better job than us, bring it on. Bring it on and do your own one minute roundup and we'll play it on air. Uh, but now, on yeah, to the. Don't just sign a petition to have other podcast hosts do a one minute roundup. Yeah, we don't want any of that. No, no, no petition.org. None of that. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Just do it yourself. Just do it yourself. And we, and you can, we, we look, we wouldn't challenge you to this if we didn't think you could do it. Exactly. We believe in you and we want Mm -hmm. you to grow. And uh, we have to grow on to the second piece of combat housekeeping, which is where I, yeah, that was a force, (laughs) which is where uh, I let you know that Aaron and I, we watch two different versions of the show. I watch the English dubbed version while Aaron watches the Japanese language English subtitled version. Why do we do this? Honestly, it was an early mistake that we decided to roll with because it ended up giving us so much more content to talk about because of what gets lost in translation. I did that on purpose. What gets localized, what doesn't get localized, what context gets changed, and what context doesn't get changed for the Western or Eastern audience. And I think this episode will probably have a bunch of that. But the first difference is usually the title. Um, Now, Aaron, I don't think we're going to get a Yahtzee. And a Yahtzee is where the titles are word for word the same, punctuation for punctuation the same. Um, But I I think I'll start, if that's okay. Go for it. I have a feeling both are going to be very dumb. I I think so, too, um, because this... Episode 131 of Dragon Ball is titled Walking Their Own Ways. There is one word that is the same. Mm, 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 mm. It also sounds like Talking Head Song. (laughs) 
So, episode 131 of Dragon Ball. The English subtitled title is Each on His Own Path. Okay. Okay. Um, I think because of the nature of this episode, I have to I, I have to step in here and just say Okay. Have a, go ahead. What the F? <laughs> I don't Neither of these titles make a lick of sense. No, I thought we were gonna have the boss, those ball boys, those ball squad. They're gonna be like, "Yeah, we shouldn't train together." Also, we hate each other. Let's go our own way. Yeah, I thought the rivalry was gonna dust up between uh, Yamcha and Tien, and Krillin and Chaozu, and then they were gonna split off and go train their own their own way. Like, I, it could have easily been the Krillin. Never believed that Corrin's tower existed or doesn't believe that he can find it. So he goes off and, and he does his own thing, which would have been much more interesting. No, everyone, episode 131, everyone pretty much sticks to what they've been doing. Yeah. 131, nobody changes. Um, 131, deviation, not on my watch. Dragon Ball, episode 131, complacency. <laughs> I mean that that's a better title because as as we'll see if um, it ain't broke <laughs> don't fix it goku well if it ain't broke don't fix it goku tien chaotsu krillin and yamcha <laughs> yeah nothing uh, but this is right off the bat i will say that this is a weird episode right it feels fillery it, it it does, but it I also don't know didn't if it, have it, to be. I don't know if it is technically, because uh, fun fact, we don't do research. That's right. We don't do research. So if you know if this was actually a filler episode, please fill us in. That's right. Fill us in. Either on Instagram, Twitter, wherever, at Kamei House Party or at Kamei House Party. You know how to reach You us. know where to find us. So let's, I mean, let's get to the, it's a wackadoo episode. And I, mm-hmm. and let, let's get right into it. So there's, there's there's a bunch of people dancing and worshiping what looks like a devil statue, demon mask, demon mask, shirtless yes. people, pitchforks, pitchforks, drums. Uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, let me say that again. <laughs> drums. Uh, lots of drums. Lots of music. It. Looks like a deleted scene from Couples Retreat. It does look like a deleted scene from Couples Retreat. <laughs> the Vince Vaughn vehicle. They just look real. It's like, these are just a bunch of lame dads. Yeah. And they like, someone looks, someone's like, hey guys, I brought weed that I stole from my kid. <laughs> Let's get crazy. Let's get weird. I also stole these masks from my son. <laughs> He's doing some weird kind of kabuki theater exploration at school. And I was like, I'm not down for that. <laughs> I stole these pitchforks from my son because he's a farmer for some reason. But that, that's the thing. They are they drop us in without a lick of con- context. It's too goofy to be that ominous, which is, I think, what they're trying to go for. Right. right? Yeah, but there, there was no... but. And this is where they try to like double down on it because like we get the I called them devil worshippers. That's definitely not mm-hmm. correct throughout the entire episode. But then we get a cut to you know Krillin, Yamcha, Tien, Chaozu sitting by the fire talking about where they're gonna go next. They're gonna keep on heading west. 
to Corin's Tower. In case you forgot. You're going to keep on heading west. Even though they said in the recap. Tower. Um, and then they decide to go to sleep. Krillin wakes up, notices Tien's not there. And I was like, oh, shit. This is going to be. I was like, there's going to be some stakes here. Like, they're going to have to save it's Tien. Like, there's uh, going to be some creepy stuff going on. But, but instead of Tien going missing, Tien just is standing because he can hear drums and screaming. And he says, it doesn't sound good. Then Chiaotzu wakes up, and he does the whole, I'm a child, like, I'm a creepy kid thing with his eye, his eyes turn red, and he, like, goes into a trance, and he, he keeps getting bad feelings. Something terrible is going to happen. That's ah. what he says. Also, Red Rum, and uh, <laughs> come play with us forever. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Uh, any 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 other reads you want on this? Uh Chaozu, Chaozu, could you give us something that um the 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 monster of it might say? Oh, we all we all float down here. Ah, there we go. Okay. Um Anything else? I'm a giant spider in reality. <laughs> you ever read the novel? It's fucked up. No, no. Like, j- fucked up for a bunch of reasons that I won't get into, but Oh, well, I mean, look, I've I've cliff noted it, but um, that's that's what I do, that's what I do as a producer here at the studio. But Chaozu, how about a fun take? Yeah, you know what? Maybe not so creepy. Yeah, try try something not so creepy, a little bit lighter. Um, uh, whenever we're all you're ready. Gonna fucking die. Oh, uh, sorry, I didn't read that right. Hold on, let me get. It's meant to be a little more jovial. Oh man, we all gonna die. You know what, Chaozu? I think I think we're done for the day. Use the people gonna die. No. Chaozu, no. Chaozu, there are yes. gonna there are gonna be some people dressed in suits pretending to be stormtroopers that are gonna kick down this door if you say that one more time. Use a bomb bag. <laughs> and scene. He was trying to get that on. He heard about that role. He's trying to get that audition to Lucas. Yeah, Chaozu is. You know what? I can't. I can't stop his hustle because he's he's trying to make his way. He's trying to make his way. He know he knows he's not a face actor. <laughs> he can't be in front of a camera. It's so pale. They'll never be able to balance his lighting. Mm-hmm, yeah. But yeah, then after that little scene where Chaozu's creepy, they cut back to the drums and the the masks, and the people are still yeah. like doing the silly dances. Ooh. And I'm like, what is why? I do have to ask you, Krillin. Krillin and Krillin and uh, Yamcha, they get a little freaked out, and then Krillin basically says, uh, "He okay? Hold on, I didn't write it down exactly, but I believe the gist of it was that's creepy. We should just all go back to sleep, and it'll figure itself out. <laughs> <laughs> and him and Yamcha just go back to sleep." Yeah, Grillin's line is pretty similar. Instantly, to mine. yeah, I I don't know what to tell you because it doesn't seem right to me. Hey, we're all creeped out. Yeah, I'm sure we can go back. And but instantly- again, Aaron, this is where this is where this episode should have gone. Is Yamcha and Krillin go back to sleep? Chaozu Tien go investigate. They don't find anything. They come back. Krillin and Yamcha are missing. That's what that's, should happen. See, that's good too. Or Tien and. Uh, Chiaotzu have their own fun adventure while Krillin and Yamcha sleep because they're bad because they're because they suck. 
they kind sleep, of in this episode. They sleep the night away, and Chiaotzu and Tien get stronger, and then they got to play catch up. And then the next episode, we get their story on how they catch yeah. up and all that kind of stuff. I mean, look, we're not going to petition them. We're not. To rewrite it. We're and, just saying, yeah. we, bad job. Yeah, that's all we're saying. Less interesting job. Exactly. Because instead of staying on that location like I thought we were going to, get a cut back to the lookout. Goku's waking up, doing his little karate moves. Popo says, I'm going to be your partner in training today. Uh, and they're playing a game. It's not hide-and-seek, but it's hide-and-seek. They're playing a t- Well, it's a game of tag, he says. Oh, well, then this was just unnecessarily translated for nobody. What, they don't got tag in, in, the, in the U.S. of A? The U.S. in the 80s? No, tag, communist. <laughs> we yeah. play hide-and-seek, the capitalist game. One person in power, the others scatter, scared for their lives, hiding. And then once you're found, you become a part of the corporation. Yeah. And help build capital. Reprogrammed <laughs> to make money. Exactly. Become a capitalist robot through hide and seek. But it's it's basically just a, a nice, silly chase for a little while. Popo, I, we do have to say that Popo blindfolds himself. Thank you, yes explains to Goku's like, we can't find me if you're blind. Come on, Goku. Mm. Come on, Goku. Uh, Popo explains that his key, it's not a problem because his key will catch Goku's key. Mm. Which does happen. Everything, the background goes black. We see Popo's energy creeping up on Goku's energy. Yeah, straight up. Um, ensnares Goku's energy. Those, boy, those boys are touching energy. Mm-hmm. This is typical, natural student-teacher energy You're, touching. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just how you train these days. And it's, I mean, it's a fun chase because Popo is blindfolded and he's keeping up with Goku. He's running, they're running around. And uh, Goku is intent on not being caught. But of course he gets caught. He, they do a fun little Scooby Doo run where the between palm trees, mm-hmm. where in and out of back, frame, yeah, yeah, yeah. The background stays the same. They come out of different. They pop out of different paces. The on these chase scenes, the animation, I don't know. I just really like the way they animated Popo running because it was fun, but still like, oh damn, like he's, Popo yeah. can run. Yeah, they, I think they they're doing Popo right right now. They Popo's are. getting a lot of um, cool scenes. He, like you said, he is like light, but Goku feels that he's like coming for him. I'm not sure if they do the speed up at this point, but at one point they speed up and it's like, oh, God, can't forget how badass Popo is. Because I mean, can they keep up with Goku. Yeah, they do do a trip. They make a Naruto reference mm-hmm, during mm-hmm. some of the running. <laughs> Most of the running's referential. But when he, (laughs) but when he, yeah, it's just all these other cartoon references in this run scene. But when he, when Popo does catch him, he just grabs him in hair and then slams him down on the ground. Mm -hmm. And then Popo just calmly floats because we forget that Popo can also fly. (laughs) Popo is OP and that's okay with me. Yeah, I'm down with it. Down with the Popo? I'm down with OP Popo. Down with, down with OPPP? Yeah, that works. Yeah, we're, we agree. <laughs> we agree with thee. We agree. Back, 
But look, we enough seeing Goku get humiliated because <laughs> he won't listen. Let's go to these boys just walking down the street. Just the other There's, day. Krillin says, it's so hot outside, you could fry an egg. <laughs> but, he also, but he also says, he's like, oh, I can't wait for the next town. Okay, he here's what he wishes for. A hot meal, a soft, fluffy futon, and if possible, a cute girl. Yep. They left all that in. Um, didn't change it I mean, at all. Yeah. I, it's fine. It's fine. He, he, Krillin he, wants to meet some ladies on this trip. Yeah, Yamcha gives him the razz a little bit. He's like, yeah, I'm just kidding about the girl part. Not really. Yeah. But seriously, we're... Uh, seriously, where them girls at? <laughs> where, the, where, the, where the ladies at? Where them I girls, some, where them girls, where them girls at? <laughs> I got some small muscles to show off. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, as they're walking, now they they switched from sprinting 200 miles per hour to just walking today. Um, they, they're it's walk- recovery day. Yeah, it's recovery day. It's arm day, so they're walking. Um, <laughs> and on their path, they're met by the same folks that we saw in demon masks and holding pitchforks just the other evening. Something's bad is gonna... No, nothing bad happens. No, nothing, nothing bad happens. More people pop out and give them a bit of a scare, and then one of those uh, girls Krillin was talking about, it's like, hey... Let me take this mask off. You seem like normal people. You want to come join this festival that we're having? Mm-hmm. The whole time I was hoping that the festival would be more sinister, but it wasn't. No, this that's what I thought they were going to do, right? That's what all this... I'm like, oh, we're going to get a Wicker Man thing where it's like, yeah, we're wearing demon masks because we fucking love the devil. Yeah, I wanted... I want, you know who I wanted to show up, Aaron? Devil Man from the Baba Saga. Oh. Wouldn't that have been something if they're like, oh yeah, we worship um, the Devil Man. And the Devil Man comes out and they're all like, Devil Man? Yeah. And he's like, I know you. And then he runs away. That Goku, that Goku kid's not around, huh? Uh, yeah. Okay, good. Look, look, I trick these villagers into thinking I'm some sort of god that protects them. I just come by once a year to like, you know, party. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of like my spring break. <laughs> just don't. Just don't mess this up for me, yeah, will you? Yeah, be cool about it. Just lie for me. <laughs> and then they have an internal conflict, and then it becomes funny. Or yeah. they try to sacrifice the boys to whatever demon god that they do. Hey, I'm just really sorry about this, but like they always expect to sacrifice. Usually, just just play, just die and play along for me. <laughs> just, just don't ruin this for me. Just die. <laughs> it's like I've never had friends before. <laughs> Baba keeps me always locked up in her stupid chambers. Yeah, uh, she's like, just train and eat this soup. <laughs> I don't even, I'm, I'm a stew guy. She knows this. She doesn't be mean. Never even get a gumbo option. Yeah, she only does soup because it's cheaper than stew. <laughs> By like I said. Uh, but yet, yeah, reveals, uh, they, they go back to the village and it's just a big old party. An innocent, giant, demon-worshipping party everybody's having a great time we're just here to give thanks to the mountain god who protects us don't mind i mean i think the girl who we learn her name is mint mint krillin and mint mint krillin mint krillin millen millen oh that's their couple name i mean it's certainly not crint no it's not crint. 
Unless you're being a rascal about it. Mm-hmm. Millen. Millen's not bad. Mill, I, I like Millen. So Millen, <laughs> they're like, they're just, they're talking about the, the, the mountain god that protects them and, and all that kind of stuff, all that good stuff. And then um, ominously crows fly yes. out of the woods. Everyone gets very scared because, if I'm not mistaken, I think one of our very good listeners taught us this, that crow in, in Japan, crows are a bad omen. Mm. I mean, they're kind of a bad, like a flock of spooky birds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In general, but I think more so over there. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. no one like says... Because no one says, like, oh, no, a bunch of crows. That's a bad sign. Everyone's just scared. Yeah, the whole town freezes. Y'all scared of some birds. I mean, look, they're, sometimes birds can be scary, man. But not usually. I do. We, we sort of flew past it. But I just want to say Yamcha got hushed because <laughs> he was too loud while people were praying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I just wanted to dwell on that for a second. And, like, yes. Hush him. Yeah, a bunch of normal. Who's boss? A bunch of normal people got Yamcha to shut up, <laughs> and he looks so scared. Oh yeah, and it uh, was delicious. It's so great watching Yamcha turn yellow. <laughs> but then, just a quick old cut to commercial. You know what I hate, Marigold. What is it, Biscuit? I hate after smooching your owner so much, your your beautiful lips get chapped. I have to take your word for it there, Biscuit, but I also understand that when you're riding out on the high plains, that dry wind can suck the moisture right from your snout and, and mouth. That's and look, my <laughs> my owner tries to use regular human lip balm on me of Bert's beeswax, but it's just not the same. Humans and horses are different. Anyone can see. Everyone <laughs> knows that horses and humans have different DNA business. It's a Western fact. That's why we always carry a big old tub <laughs> of Bert's, Bert's horse wax. Horse wax. That's right. They spent years in a lab, running bomb on supple horse lips. And testing it humanely on human beings, Biscuit. The bottom of a human's foot is damn near identical to horse lips, and that's how they did it. That's how they did it, and this is how you get it. Yep. So it, look, it's Jetto on the lips. They come in three great flavors. Alfalfa. Uh, trough water. And human lips. Now, Biscuit. <laughs> oh, I'm just, look, I'm a little horny on Maine today. I just get so jazzed up about Bert's horse lip bar. Well, while... <laughs> While we have to go stud biscuit, <laughs> you can check out Horses Lip Balm at Burt's Bees slash Horses. Use promo code Marigold at checkout for 10% off. Hey, don't forget to always balm your horses. <laughs> now, where are those boys at? I'm ready. No. 
biscuit. We have to stud you with a mare. I, you can't just stud the boys. Wait. I, wait, I'm a boy? Oh, no. <laughs> Round two. Tag. That's right. Goku, trying to escape Popo again. He's a little, it's little, he's a little more tactical this time. He's jumping from treetops. He's jumping up towers as he like four leg runs up a tower, which looks actually looks pretty cool. It all looks cool. Like this scene in particular, I think looks really, really good. He jumps into the middle of the tallest tower there. Yeah, it looks like it's... It feels like they changed the layout specifically for these scenes. Maybe they just weren't anticipating some eagle-eyed podcasters to catch them. Let's just add a few towers for Goku to jump around. That's fine. No No one one will ever see this. No one obsesses over Dragon Ball. What are they even going to... How are they even going to make commentary on it? What, are they going to write in? Like we don't get enough postcards anyway. Audio recording technology is too expensive for the common man. (laughs) They'll never reach us. Yeah. And how are they going to send it over to Japan anyway? From, from, I'm assuming, the United States. That's where all the complaints come from. That's right. What, are they going to make a pneumatic tube system that goes all the way under the... All the way under the Pacific Ocean? We all know the shipping's too much. Nobody could pay for that. Uh, and so we're fine. Yeah. Add a, add a dirigible in there for fun. Fuck mm-hmm. it. Yeah, we'll even give you people a dirigible. <laughs> a little, and it'll say, Gotham City. <laughs> and that's, that's a crossover. That, that's a good crossover. Let's go to lunch. <laughs> mm-hmm. Bye. Bye. <laughs> And let's see. Those two guys suck. Ugh, we're real full of themselves. So Goku thinks he has escaped. He's like, hey, 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 hey. yeah, I gave him the slip. Ah, oh, he's right in front of me. <laughs> Goku's like, how did you find me? You're too fast. Popo's like, it's not about speed. I could track you by your energy. I could see where you were going and what you were doing. Everybody, every time anything moves, it creates an energy field that you can follow. Goku's still just not getting it at I all. I don't get it. What <laughs> is key? That thing I used before, what is energy? What's the spirit? Yeah, so in, in that respect, <sighs> you mentioned earlier that this the, the last couple of episodes have felt kind of padding. And um, yeah, it does. This feels like padding. You're like, you mean to tell me Goku, who learned how to do a Kamehameha wave, after seeing it once, isn't understanding how to use his spirit energy. I get it that he can, like, he has a hard time focusing, but he's been at this for a while now, and it's just not, it's not clicking in a way that's unrealistic for me. And maybe that's because of how much of Goku I, I know now yeah. versus how much we knew about Goku then. Because he's, except for physical, he's never really had this much trouble and maybe it's because goku is in fact a visual learner Mm. again like he saw the kamehameha and like so he could do it he saw someone split water so he could kind of understand that concept but when it comes to hiding your key your sensing key Mm. how, how do you illustrate that this is true even though you know the same way i know if i flip a light switch light comes on i don't understand all the 
don't understand everything. Oh, you don't know about the, the action. Like once you turn the light switch off, it it deconnects from the wire that's running. Vince, an I alternating fucking know current. that. <laughs> uh, I'm just I'm being uh, facetious. You give, uh, you give me the beans. Oh yeah, I'm throwing those beans at you, Yajirobe <laughs> style. Uh, they're beans. Pointy. They're dry. Ugh. I love dry beans. All right. Off off topic, but I think we we've earned a little bit of a diversion here. Okay, yeah. Um, and this might be quick. What is worse, getting hit with a dry bean or a wet bean? Uh, hundred percent wet bean. Yeah, because a wet bean will stick to you. It'll stick to your clothes. A dry bean, sure, it stings, but it's like a you know, it's like a second of. It's a twinge. It's not gonna. Yeah. You're not gonna walk home and it's then annoying. find a bean on your back, or a bean stain on your jeans. Jesus. Uh, but ah, uh, you beaned my jeans. All right. Next question. <laughs> One bean at a time, or all at once. Mmm. When you, eating. Oh, all when at eating. Once. When eating. No, all no, at no. Once. When if being I'm being thrown at. If I'm being pelted with beans. Hit me with your best shot. Fire away! All of them at the same time, please. <laughs> yeah, that's... Come on. Come on. Come on. I mean, are those the same answers for you, or, or what? I think those are the correct answers for anyone, and anyone having a divergent opinion. Uh-oh. I get... You know what? I'll even say this. I think a bean in the eye, a wet one, might be the worst one. Ooh, God. Bean to the eye? Aaron, has this happened to you? No. Um... Somebody like spitballing beans at you, like in, if you in grade want. <laughs> no, if you want an actual food eye story. Oh yeah. So we were, you know, we were being very classy at the Chinese buffet. Here we go. Uh, we are about to watch the remake of The Omen. That the only reason they made it is because they've released it on June six of two thousand six. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I remember those trailers. Well, yeah, we'll get it. My friend, I am allergic. I, I, I'm I reticent to reveal one of my weaknesses to the public, but I am allergic to crab, shrimp, lobster. Mm. Any any crustacean, I am allergic to. Those water bugs. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, thank you, Vince. I do call them those, too. It's what they are. They are. We eat them. It's weird. Anyway. <laughs> but we won't eat real bugs. Hypocrites. Yeah. One day. One day. Mm-hmm. If they were giant. If we yeah, if maybe. we if we were able to grow them larger, get on it, scientists. If they had if they had more delicious innards, maybe. Mm-hmm. So my buddy's eating these crab legs, and I'm a glasses wearer as well. Another weakness. <laughs> he cracks open a leg. He's sitting across from me. Cracks open a leg. The use flies out. No. Kennedy assassination magic bullet like somehow sweeps under my glasses and gets right in my eye. No! And I am freaking out like I like I run to the bathroom to try and wash out. I'm like, I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> you're you're like Brad Pitt in World War Z. <laughs> he gets the blood in his mouth and he, like, he sprints <laughs> to the edge of the roof in Philly. I was pretty much fine. It was a little itchy, oh, but wow. I was able to watch that horrible movie. It was that bad. It was just itchy. Oh, the oh the my eye or the omen remake. <laughs> <laughs> I think you just answered the question. Mm-hmm. No, the omen remake bad. 
Yeah, real bad. Mm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So there, two weaknesses. Please leave me alone. <laughs> well, now that we know Aaron's weaknesses, we can go back to the uh, the village festival where we see big spreads of food, more partying. This party gets so lit that they're having a little bit of a fight in the middle of, the, of town, a little, little sparring match. Yeah, there's an exhibition with a large man. Did you get his name yeah. in yours? I did. It'll come up. Uh, P-A-O-R-U. Paru. Paru. Okay. But his distinguishing feature is that he has a little top knot. Oh, yeah. But it's covered in like a Chun-Li bonnet, but whatever those little bun coverings are. I think it's easy to just call him a bun cover. All right. He's got to cover that bun up. He's got to cover that bun. His man bun's got to cover. Mm-hmm. Which I'm surprised that hasn't happened yet. In our horrible society. Oh, now that you've spoken it out into the ether, <laughs> you'll be seeing it all over Soho and New York City. Mm-hmm. North Hollywood's just sick with them. Mm. Oregon. Got they they are manufacturing them right now. My Etsy store only sells oh. man bun covers. My Etsy store sells man bun covers. That's That's it. That's it. <laughs> Vince and Aaron are done with society and the gig economy especially. <laughs> I make 70 grand a year somehow. <laughs> We're out of the podcast to get into mail bun covers. covers. And then we, I can, mean, we can upcharge look for sharks. the female bun covers. <laughs> yeah, look, Mr. Wonderful, you piece of shit. <laughs> that's, that's, that's how we should, we should approach the show. Who wants 50% stake in my cump? Valuation, $6 billion. Dollars. You do the math. This trend's never going to end, ever. Oh, strong arm. Lori into buying in. Try him on. <laughs> we brought several of our shirtless male models. That <laughs> Each more emaciated than the last. <laughs> Mark Cuban is very interested. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I don't think, yeah. I don't know. Fuck it. It's like, I like what you guys have here. You think the Mavericks could use this? We want to get Luca into one of these. Hey, man, you get you get Joe Kim to slap one of the the only professional basketball player I know of. Uh, and you shouldn't know of Joe Kim Noah anymore. He is terrible. Oh, I <laughs> he had he had his moment with the Bulls in like 2005, but oh, after that, no. after that, Aaron, he's uh, he's become kind of a problem. Well, yeah, I, I don't right. know if he's become a problem, but he's just he's not he's not good at basketball anymore. But that's not what eh. this podcast is about. Nope. This isn't the flagrant ones. Hell yeah. You're now listening to Kame House Party, but you could go <laughs> listen to the flagrant ones after this is done. Um, <clears throat> so a, b- a bunch of different things kind of happen here. Yeah. Apparently, Mint's grandfather may know where Corrin's Tower is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tian and Chiaotzu have a psychic conversation. Remember they can do that? I... I was glad that they brought that back here because I was like, yeah, Tien, just ask him mentally. Because <laughs> I forgot like, I, I forgot a little bit that they can do that. And it was it was interesting. Because, again, Chaozu was just like, something bad is going to happen here. Krillin's going to get a girlfriend. The worst thing. <laughs> the worst thing is Krillin hanging out with a young lady. He'll just hoard it over us like a jerk. <laughs> He'll make us feel less than. 
he's trying to take shots at my masculinity. Then he'll like slap me on the back and say, don't worry, buddy. I know what it was like to not have a girlfriend. Ha ha ha. You'll get one soon. I'm like, motherfucker, you've been with her a day. <laughs> and now you're fighting her brother? Yeah, we'll get, look, we'll get to that. But we can all agree, Krillin, having a significant other is the worst possible thing that can happen. I mean, probably the worst possible thing that could happen in this moment is what did happen. Where uh, one of the villagers is like, hey, Oh man! Come on, chill out. Like, sit down. We'll answer your questions a little bit later. But first, since it's the festival, everybody's got to have a good time. So you all sit down, and Krillin gets sat next to this this little drunk guy. Who? Mm-hmm. Um, all right. I'm curious what happens here. If it's the same, continue. He offers Krillin a drink. Krillin says, "I'm still a little young to drink." And then the villager goes, "It's my own special root beer recipe I made." <laughs> Krillin then says, oh, well, if it's root beer, it's okay. And he takes a big old slug, and then Krillin gets hammered. It was not root beer. He says it's just juice. Oh. Wink. Wink. Child, would you like to get drunk with me, a 40-year-old man? (laughs) It's the festival. Anything goes. Yeah. Why do you think we worship devils? See, that's what I mean. All of these things lead to them actually worshiping a devil-like creature that it, it encourages should, but it excess. Doesn't. But it doesn't. We get real freaky during the festival. You ever eat a person? It's delicious. We call this the orgy pit. Don't worry. You'll like the mud. Yeah. It's mostly animals in there. It's fine. Yeah. They love it. Marigold and Biscuit. Have a real, they put on a little, they have a whole like. Dressage. Yeah, it's like a weird burlesque <laughs> vaudeville act that just ends in like, you'll, you'll see, you'll see. It's going to be great. They've gotten better at it every year. The Marquis de Sade comes and hangs out. <laughs> Hedonism bots there. <laughs> He's the guest of honor this year. Yeah, guest of honor <laughs> at the festival this year is Hedonism bot. Uh, Charles Manson mm-hmm. live streams in from the grave, I guess, mm-hmm, at mm-hmm. this point in time. It's just like a live, a, like a glitchy live stream of his yeah. grave. What's well, well, him and uh, sorry today from the ring? I forget her name. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, we get it, we get it. Yeah, are you guys picking up that this, this should be that creepy, but it's not? Um, <clears throat> instead, we get underage drinking and uh. What was the guy's name again? The champion, the guy that won the Paru. So Paru, oh, looking on, and uh, he has like an internal monologue. What? Uh, yeah, he does. You're yeah, right. a little bit of an internal monologue after he looks at Tien. It's just I fucking Tien. He's three I fucking Tien, and he says <laughs> in his head, he goes, "Judging by his eyes, I can tell he's no ordinary man." <laughs> I was like. What are you talking about? Of course he's no ordinary man. He's got three fucking eyes and he's hanging out with a clown guy, like a little clown guy. (laughs) He, in mind, his internal model is like, yes, I can tell. He's a fighter. Nothing about three eyes. So that's on you, America. Yeah, that's America's triclops bias. I can tell by his freaky, freaky face. He couldn't. He couldn't be like. I can tell by his physique and tank top that he must be a fighter. <laughs> nope. 
I can tell by his gigantic third eye. I can tell by him fighting everyone <laughs> as soon as he walked in. When he came in, he just yelled out, who wants to fight? Where's Corey Tower? And I can tell he's a fighter. Um, and then Paru challenges Tien <laughs> to a little, a little exhibition match. And uh, boy, oh boy, it, does this not make Krillin one cool guy. Because Krillin, trying to impress Mint, obviously, is like, hey, I want to fight him. And I got to give it up to the English voice actor for this because it sounds great. It's a really good drunk good. voice. It's a good drunk Krillin. And uh, it, it felt real good to hear it for some reason. Like it felt really natural. I was like, oh, yeah, it does sound like Krillin getting drunk. And it's like, uh, hey, can you play a drunk child? Can I? <laughs> the role I was born to play. <laughs> I practiced for years. Ugh. Oof. Oof. Oof a doof. It's turned to a demon party. We gotta back up. But it turns out that uh, the champion, it, Paru, is also Mint's older brother. And Krillin's like, why? That's your brother? They have a little match. Krillin is, you know, drunkenly trying to dodge. He gets a little blue in the face. He gets a little dizzy. He then sees Mint on the side, and he goes, oh, yeah, I got to impress this gal. And with one blow, like he does the, oh, I'm short, so I'm just going to stand up and knock you in the chin. See, I th I saw that as an accident. Oh, you thought I thought it was a little bit of a knowing thing. Mm, maybe. Because, you know yeah, like, Krillin's been training. He, he's good, you know? Yeah. Well, look, he, Krillin wins, is what we're saying. Krillin saying. wins. And Paru's like, what wow, you're pretty strong. <laughs> One headbutt, man. Vince, we've both imbibed the the, the devil's brew. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh, the jungle juice, of course. If and I don't think there's ever been an instance where looking at uh, a person I was interested in ever sobered me up. Oh, I dare say it made me act stupider. Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, that's. That's most people, but we're not Krillin. That's his pet. That's his secret. It's his secret power. Lust sobers me up. My desire to hold hands <laughs> keeps me on the straight and narrow. That's his. I mean, but that is. That's kind of true, though. If we think, if we think back, meaning think forward. Oh, of course, of course. To the series that, that, as we know it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's always been. His, yeah, it's like I got to fight for my friends. I got to fight for my ladies. Krillin does like to fight for his gals. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. Slash let them live. <laughs> when they probably shouldn't. Krillin loves smashing remotes. He's like, <laughs> he's like, I got a universal remote. I don't need this. He loves, he, I mean, he bought, he, for, he's an early adapter. <laughs> you know who's having a hard trouble, uh, uh, sorry. You know who's <laughs> having a hard time adapting to this carefree attitude and atmosphere is Chiaotzu. He's still staring at that mountain with his big, cold, dead eyes. <laughs> um, and at this point, he is sweating and he's panicking because he knows something's coming. And he- oh, There's all these cuts to animals freaking out. Yep, yep, yep. Chickens like having it. a fit, pigs. Yeah. that The pigs almost look like they're trying to sing in like a little, 
like a little triplet. They're like all singing at each other. Trying to, the fair is a veritable smorgasbord. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, a bull is trying to knock down a fence. And um, then there's Chow Biscuit and Marigold are heading for the hills. They're heading for the hills where they have a little bungalow where they like to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Those horses fuck. They like to stud in peace. <laughs> Yeah, they don't. They're not concerned about what's about to happen. They're just they're horned up. <laughs> they're like, we gotta. Like, There's some other horses waiting for us up the hill. We gotta. Go. We heard about this horse. Yeah, we got a text about this horse party. This horse we're gonna party. we're gonna we're gonna dip. <laughs> we gotta dip out. Leave, leave the saddles at home because we're all riding bareback tonight, baby. Mint. Yeah. Uh, I almost said mint and marigold, but it's biscuit and no, marigold. Don't, don't bring that sweet little girl into this. No, no, no. World. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to. I know. Okay. Um, Look, kaboom. Kaboom. Chatsu warns of a, an explosion. The people of the village get very upset. <laughs> oh, they're so mad at Chatsu telling the truth. And that's what I, I was really. Every single moment, I was like, this is when they're going to fight. Like, this is when the village is going to turn, and they're mm-hmm. going to turn evil, and they're going to try to kill how, our boys. How dare you oppose our God. Exactly. Lord Satan himself, first of the fallen, son of the man-goat. Ooh. How, the nicest guy we know. Yeah. He watches over us. Um, but- All he asks for in return is blood. <laughs> What's the big deal? He likes blood and a big old party. Yeah. Uh, but instead of having... You don't what? You don't like to party? What? Oh, the blood thing. You're... Uh, I, okay, I get that. Yeah, it's it more, more the blood thing than the, than the whole party stuff. <laughs> you know, I was really into Marigold, and Marigold left the party already, so... <sighs> yeah. Oh, sorry, bud. Look, she's... She's not a one... She's not a one-person horse. That's right. I don't know why I tried to tie you that caught, down. You caught, you caught feelings. Sorry, I, I caught feelings yeah. and I shouldn't have. It happens. Should have put a rope on it. Uh, but boom, the mountain explodes. Lots of lava running down. And uh, it's it's a volcano. Yeah, it turns out that that mountain Re- volcano instead reclassified. There's a bunch of fissures and earthquakes that happen in the ground. The statue. Almost falls on Mint and Paru, but Krillin, again, using his, the old noggin, mm-hmm. is able to keep it from falling onto them. Oh, yeah. That's a nice little way to show, like, no, 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 Trillin's really, Krillin. Krillin has really been training for this, like, you know, because that was a massive statue. And Krillin just like, nope, I got it. Catch. Toss. Um... Everybody's like, we have to leave the village. We've got to get out of here. Tien. Grand, uh, the leader of the village, who is also Min's grandfather, says, we have to pray to appease the god. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that typical mm. tribal stuff. <laughs> now is our time. We should have been praying preemptively. Pray now. We didn't, we didn't fuck hard enough. <laughs> get those horses back here so we can <laughs> fuck in the face of God. Look, don't text or call, okay? This is important. She's just going to ghost you, okay? You got a call. If you text Marigold, she's not getting back to you. They went to their horsey hidey hole. (laughs) Don't message her on Instagram. This is important, goddammit. Her DMs are always full. She'll never get back to you. Gotta call her. IRL. Yes. Sorry. I know know there's stress about it. I understand. Call Biscuit? No. Biscuit doesn't believe in phones. (laughs) Biscuit never has. She's always... She, he's always got... (laughs) 
the phone on that 2%. Mm-hmm. Like the milk. <laughs> milk. The that's, her jo- that's her joke. That's her joke. Yeah, that's Biscuit's joke. Yeah, oh, she's like, oh, Biscuit's my phone's always on like, mi- <laughs> gotta keep it 2%. Like the milk. <laughs> my phone's on milk. And we're not talking about whole. <laughs> Talk about that skim. <laughs> anyway, we're gonna die. <laughs> But not not quite yet, Aaron. Okay. They don't. Okay. They don't. Oh, really? Di- All right. They don't die yet, despite their thoughts and prayers. Tien. <laughs> <laughs> Let me post on Facebook real quick. Volcano destroying village could use all the good vibes we can get. Send us and your thoughts and prayers to stop the volcano. <laughs> um. Uh. So instead of. Praying, Tien uses action and is like, I'm going to change the course of the lava to save the village. We have to. And then, of course, Yamcha says, I'm going. Chaozu, of course, goes too. And Krillin then runs off to follow them. You know, Mint's like, no, Krillin, don't do it. Then Krillin looks back, smiles, and does like a weird fist pump. Hmm. As like, it, it's not like a wave. It's like, it's not a thumbs up. Look, he's making the jerk off motion. Let me just say that. Grillin's like, I got this. Holding the shake weight. <laughs> this, is, this is how easy it is. This is how not a big deal this is for me. Just playing with myself. That's how easy <laughs> this is going to be. But, but then, that's, that, yeah. that's it. We get a fr- golden freeze frame of all four boys running. Can punching stop lava? Let's see. Let's, I, quick prediction. I bet they have to, uh, Tien, Krillin, and Yamcha all have to use like their respective Kamehameha attacks. So Krillin and Yamcha use a Kamehameha to make a channel on one side. Tien uses the tri-beam cannon to, to do something on the other side. And Chiaotzu mm-hmm. uses mm-hmm. mental abilities to put a big old rock in front of some lava. And that's how that episode ends before commercial. Krillin knows how to dig a hole real fast from all that training. He that's just right. redirect the lava. That's Maybe that's what they're going to do. Maybe and I then, think they're going to do something too cool. And then spell out mint, will you go out with me? Oh, and then it hardens into iron? Yeah. And iron that's, a, that's a monument. And then years down the road, mint comes like, you motherfucker. Oh, yeah. It's a monument. Mint. Ooh. Yeah, that's where we'll end talking about this episode. Because that's where the episode ends. ends. And we'll also transition to talking about all you wonderful people. Our mailbag is, uh, it must have had an encounter with Marigold because it is empty. Ooh, buddy. Dusty. Mm-hmm. Chapped, if you will. Yep, yep, yep. But over on Twitter, I just want to say thank you all for the love on some of the stuff we've been doing. Uh, thank you again at Son of Blaine uh, for the wonderful fan art involving uh, Chiaotzu. Uh And I'll just look if you want to see it, you got to come over. Got to come over to that Twitter or you got to check out the Instagram where it will be posted mm-hmm. um, soon. As of the end of this recording, it will go up because I forgot. Uh, but and, and then and then at Aaron Wallake. On Twitter, uh, has a ni- uh, he sent us a nice video involving the one minute roundup. So if you haven't seen that, Ooh. go check it out. Go check that out on Twitter we, at Comedy House Cal- Party. 
Instagram at Kame House Party, KameHouseParty.com for any more information that we haven't already given you. And of course, if you want to write in, just send it on over to KameHousePartyPod at gmail.com. Don't be shy. Slide into them DMs, fam. We won't bite. Marigold and Biscuit might. <laughs> Only if you ask for it. Only if you ask. Uh, so, um, <laughs> as was challenged last week, we did make a spoopy horror movie trailer based on last week's episode that we covered. You gotta uh, check it out. It is on our YouTube. It's on all our social accounts. If you have not checked it out yet, I recommend you check it out. Warning to headphone users, but it's like it's less than a minute. You you got time? Yeah. I listened to it on my headphones, and I didn't have any problems. Ooh, I mean, well, I didn't peak, but Mm-mm. there are definitely... There's there, some moments. It, it is dynamic audio. Oh, it's That's so for good. sure. It's so good. It's one of the best things on the internet right now. Prove so, me wrong. Also, look, we we worked real hard on that. I don't know if, if you could share it around to people who might appreciate it. Maybe post it on... Uh, various forums or subreddits that you're a part of that maybe might appreciate it. We would appreciate that because, folks, the word of mouth is the best thing you can do to help share and grow the podcast. That's right. Look, no one wants to hear me say my podcast is great. That's uh, Then I'm being a jerk. No matter how true the statement Mm-hmm. Aaron and I, can't and it is go, true. We can't go around being like, "You gotta listen to my podcast. It's really, really good." Hey, bro, uh, my podcast—it's the best. Uh, you like Dragon Ball comedy? Uh, then you'll definitely like it. Here, let me sit down and play it for you right now. Yeah, it's, so can't you can do see it. how that—that—that that, that is off-putting to some people, especially the people that we don't know that we try to do that to on the street. But um, you, you guys who, you guys and gals who listen, you. You got friends around you that will, they trust you, they they love you, they they want you to recommend things for them to do and listen to, and, and this is the perfect thing. Yeah. If you think this is spooky, well, they do the opposite of that. <laughs> but you can tell this was a joke. Exactly. But what's not a joke is how great the fans are that listen mm. to this podcast and how um, truly... Um, impressive all of the contributions that people make to this podcast are as small as they may seem to to some to us it means the absolute world so thank you and thank you very much for all your love and support. for all for of all that. your thoughts and prayers for all your thoughts and prayers <laughs> and then of course no matter what you're praying on no matter if your lips are chapped and you're a horse or if you got a girl you want to impress her, guy you want to impress her, lava you want to stop, you gotta keep fighting. Keep fighting.